0: Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. meow. That man making the sound of, I'm going to say, the sun setting on winter because we're starting the 2023 season soon is Andrew Berger. Hello, everyone.
1: Good to be here. Very excited for the news of Formula One today because there actually is news.
0: Yes, and we're talking Formula One news. So, Joe, how was your week last week? Last week was good. And it was, um, should I just uh, say that we went and saw Daniel Ricciardo at the Late Show here in New York City? Our Lord and Savior. Rest in peace. His Formula One (laughs) grid position. The third driver. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we got tickets to go. We got VIP tickets, I should Ooh. say. Yeah, we're, we're fancy like that. Uh, we got VIP tickets to go see Daniel Ricardo at the Late Show. We had amazing seats in the balcony right up uh, towards the railing there, which I got yelled at because apparently I touched the railing and it's an old building. And the guy was like, don't touch the railing. Anyways, whatever. But... It was a great taping, great show. It's so fun to see in person because it's like so much more higher energy. So if any of you are fancy enough like us and know people in high places.
1: Yes. We definitely recommend.
0: <laughs> yeah, we recommend using your friends and family <laughs> to get, <laughs> to get uh, exclusive uh, deals. Anyways, uh, Daniel came out looking like, I'd say, a star. Oh, man. He, yeah,
1: that that green suit with the chains. Yeah. He, you know how when you see famous people and you're like, there's no, like, that's not real. There's no way they're that kind, they're like that in real life. Mm-hmm. And then Dionne Ricardo is.
0: Yeah. I, you know how they always say, like, the camera adds 10 pounds? Yeah. I will say this. I think the camera also makes people, like, less attractive Okay. Well, because, speak for yourself. Because, well, th- hear me out. Yeah. Because when I saw Daniel Ricciardo in person, I was like, he's a very attractive person. You know. You yeah. Know, I'm 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 strong enough in my masculinity to say when a man is attractive, and I was like, he is a very he's very tall, carries himself very well, very charming, and I'm like, this is a very classy, attractive guy.
1: Yeah. He. He is. He he has uh just his his charisma is just incredible. Everything he he's just his smile lights up a room. That's yeah. that's 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 all you can say.
0: I mean, that's why uh, that's why Red Bull's paying him to be the third driver. It's basically the smile seat. You're paying <laughs> for that. You're paying for that Daniel Ricciardo smile to just sit on the sidelines while the actual Contending racers are on the grid. It's but we love Daniel Ricardo. We love Daniel Ricardo. We actually had a great little moment after the show. Uh, we went around the corner of the Ed Sullivan Theater and we saw a bunch of like Pavarazzi and like bloggers people. I, what would you call those people? I guess fans too. Um, yeah, there people there with cameras and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then Daniel walked out. He signed uh, some stuff for people took some selfies uh did you i can't remember did you get end up getting a selfie or not i i got a fake selfie i didn't get a
1: real selfie with him because he i i hate hack hacking or i hate asking people for selfies i feel like it's just so just you know he a million people ask him I've, you know Like he probably would not have minded because he took pictures with everybody. Sure. I think I just felt weird asking him to do that because he has better things to do with his time.
0: Yeah, I was I was in the same boat. I didn't ask for a selfie. I asked for a handshake. Have you washed that hand since? I have not. And I thought to myself, I'm like, this hand has been places, and now I've touched Daniel Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo's (laughs) gross. See, (laughs) I, I wish we were editing. I just said before we started recording. (laughs) that I'm not going to edit this episode. And now I'm instantly regretting it. We're trying to do an edit-free episode, ladies and gentlemen, people that are listening. So if this sounds a little different, that is why. Anyways, uh, Daniel Ricardo, he shook my hand. It was a very firm handshake. You know, we made eye contact. I I gave him a little head nod, too. Like, I shook his hand, gave him a head nod with it. So It's like you guys knew each other. Yeah, or we're like two guys who are equal shaking each other's hand, kind of like colleagues, like, you know, even though that's not the case at all. And um, well, he does work more of a desk job these days. So
1: somewhat equal, Joe,
0: I would say so. I I think we can make the argument that I'm about at the level of Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. A very good lawyer can make that argument.
1: (laughs) Yes. Not I,
0: not (laughs) I or myself. Uh, yeah. So that was super fun uh, and very exciting. And then we had Shake Shack after. Yes. But the milkshake machine was broken. Yeah. So it was just the shack. Yeah. We got no shake.
1: This, 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 what's the one with the veggie burger and the
0: burger on it? The shack stack.
1: Yes, that is, that is the one to get.
0: Yeah. That's my favorite burger. I didn't get that burger. Uh, I got just a normal Shack burger with fries. Well, actually, with with cheese fries, cheese right. inside because I like to control the amount of cheese per fry. And occasionally, yeah. I get a little crazy and I dip my burger in there.
1: Ooh, ooh! You know, I think that's something Daniel Ricardo would do also.
0: Oh, totally. He he is yeah. half American. Yeah, yeah. He, we he's an adopted son of America.
1: Yes. And he was here because Red Bull had their reveal the next day
0: of the same car from last year. Mmm. LOL. I mean, it worked so good for them, so why change a winning thing, you know?
1: Well, Christian Horner will tell you that it was because they had less time in the wind tunnel due to overspending on catering from last Mm. year. But, uh... I actually recently saw a quote that I loved. Toto Wolf, as you are very much in control and confident with your masculinity, Joe. Sure. So is Toto Wolf. Because he said that he lives rent free in Christian Horner's head.
0: Hmm. But I don't think it's a masculinity. Like, does he mean like romantically he lives rent free in his head? No, I feel like it's just a
1: confidence thing, but also Toto Wolf is not Gen Z. So I don't know who came up with that and <laughs> wrote that for him. That's that's not something a German business or Austrian businessman would say.
0: But I th- it there's truth to that though. Cuz Horner's always poking fun at Toto Wolf and bringing him up and stuff and and, always. and Toto's like, "Yeah, we're just focused on Trying to get a working car.
1: We're just trying to win the race.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Williams just had the reveal today, I believe. Logan, I almost said Sergeant Logan. What's the difference? Logan Sargent is racing for Williams, correct?
0: Yes. Nick DeFreeze is McLaren. Uh, Williams, Logan, (laughs) Sargent.
1: Sergeant Logan is for Williams. Logan Sergeant. He, I haven't seen much of his work in other racing series, but I
0: same I'm rooting for him though, just cause he's American, but um, yeah, he's also, it's a having a, a, hopefully he's like a really crazy Florida guy <laughs> and he does some Florida stuff. <laughs> that's well, That's we- what we need on the grid. We need some crazy Florida guy action happening.
1: He's going to be so American that Daniel Ricciardo is going to want to be Australian again. Yeah.
0: For Fort yeah he's going to turn Daniel Ricardo off from America. That's how American he's going to be. Logan Sargent's from Fort
1: Lauderdale. That's not Florida, Florida.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: That's like it's like still in like the peninsula where all like the grandparents go to retire.
0: Sure. Is Fort La- Lauderdale like a spring break spot? It's it's like 20 minutes north of Miami. Yeah.
1: So I'd say from Fort Lauderdale to Palm Beach or West Palm Beach is kind of, you know, where the, you know, where the, uh, the, the Northeasterners uh, move.
0: You know, I just saw this crazy YouTube video. Um, yeah. From this guy. He's a expat living in, Britain. He's an American living in Britain and it's called Wendover Productions. Have you ever heard of that channel? No. And he like mainly talks about trains or planes or whatnot, but sometimes oh, he yeah. he talks about other stuff like shipping or uh, city layouts or how um, aqueducts work or, or whatever. Anyways. You never know when you're going to need to know how an aqueduct works. Ex- I love watching like engineering stuff like that. He did one episode about... Retirement communities in Florida and how big they were and how they're their own like massive cities with huge political sway and all this stuff. I did not know going in how big the retirement communities in Florida are. The fifty-five and up communities yeah. are massive, and they're like, remember the movie Pleasantville? It's like the fifties. I think it's um. I've heard who's, of it. Who is Spider Man? The first Spider-Man that everybody loves, Tobey Maguire. It's him, and it takes place in the fifties. But yet they do they almost like the the book The Giver. I think it literally is The Giver, but they're stuck in the fifties instead of wherever they stuck where, where were wherever they, wherever they were stuck in The Giver. But um, it's it's like these little communities that are they keep away mo- like uh, modern aesthetic and like I think minorities too because it's like ninety nine percent white. It's, yeah. It's so crazy how it's, they like operate down there. It's wild. And it's all built on a swamp that's getting sucked back into the earth. There's something I, poetic about it.
1: Get out of my swamp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um uh.
1: Yeah, I was just at a retirement community in Palm Beach, Florida. It uh Yeah. See, I, I know people that move to retirement communities because they want the community, and I know that some people that refuse to move into such places because they claim that's where you're going to die.
0: Yeah. So. Is it is a retirement community the same as assisted living? I think Or is so. it like, is every assisted living place a retirement community, but not every retirement community is an assisted living place? You I know think, what I
1: mean? Yeah, I think what you just said, I think I think there are some retirement communities that offer assisted living, but not every retirement community has those yeah. types of facilities.
0: Like every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square? Exactly. <laughs> I think that's a thing. <laughs> Speaking
1: of rectangles and squares, I cannot wait to see this Williams... Work as a rectangle.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I would love to see some results. I would love to just be rooting for. I mean, I, 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 will be rooting for Williams all year long. Um, but I would, I, I would love to see results. I guess is my thing. I actually have a interesting conspiracy, not a conspiracy, a take, a hot take about Uh-oh. results for McLaren. Uh, I saw a video for McLaren that has me thinking that Oscar Piastri is going to do better than Lando Norris this season. I think so too.
1: Lando Norris has not impressed me. No, no,
0: 100%. I don't understand why there's so many people that are like, oh, he's the golden boy. He's going to, like, he's he's bound to do well. It's just a matter of time.
1: He... He's another Daniel Ricardo, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Except this time, he's a DJ and not an American.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be hanging out with Fat Boy Slim instead of hanging out in the West.
1: Yeah, with uh, having his having a horse uh, and a personal uh, country guitarist standing next to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Oscar, I saw the video uh, that McLaren posted. It was like Oscar's first day or whatever. And it was him kind of touring the facility, uh, looking at the car, talking to his engineers. And he's just so, his demeanor is so chill and focused and present, right? And I feel like that's exactly what you need. And obviously they all kind of have that, but I don't know with, with him versus Lando again, this is based on no facts of actual racing. Just from watching that video, I was like, I think this guy has some potential and especially because he came out the gate so well already. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Do you know where Piastri is from? Is Is
0: he Italian? Oscar Piastri. He's not Italian. Oh, he, oh, he's another Australian. Yeah, he's the... He's, oh, Because yeah, McLaren's yeah. replacing an Australian with an Australian. Why? I always get him and Nick DeVries mixed up. Because they're the same. Because they're the same. Yeah. I truly think it's just one interdimensional person that's just racing for all these teams, switching their skin out. Lewis Hamilton is the
1: only uh, real he, person. Yeah, he's the actual
0: life. being. <laughs>
1: I I really hope Mercedes has a competitive car this year because then Max Verstappen could stop being a whiny, pouty baby, and then he'll have to be in Drive to Survive for Season 6, which would be so funny to me.
0: Mm, That's right, because he's not going to be in uh, in Season 5 coming up, right? But they show him in the trailer.
1: Yeah, he definitely... I imagine there's a certain amount of hours they need to have recorded of each driver and maybe his hours were just lowered.
0: Sure. 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 But I wonder if it's going to be a lot of Daniel.
1: Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing. Cause now they know what sells and Daniel sells. Exactly. But the thing is in Formula One, there's no, there are Daniel Ricardo fans, but they're, If you go to a race, it's Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Lando. Yeah. Link, Botas, Ricardo, Perez, Pierre Gasly. They're all just kind of
0: like in Formula One. Yeah, nobody's like Alex Albon. I guess there are people that, that like him. But again, I think they're the same people that are not coming to the races and like hardcore fans.
1: Yeah, there's, there's like, like
0: the Orange Army is legit.
1: Yeah, and Lewis Hamilton, well, he doesn't even care if he has fans. He's just like, what he signed that four hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, to be a um uh what to be like a a sponsored person for Mercedes.
0: Damn, he's basically like gonna pull a Brady. Like didn't Brady sign a deal with Fox that was like Oh I don't even know. Like he signed a deal with Fox that's like half a million dollars or something. Not half a million, half a billion dollars. Jesus. Wow. Uh, let me suck. I mean that makes Fox. sense. Brady? Imagine Tom Brady's like five hundred thousand dollars, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, that's like what he gets paid in an hour, probably.
0: Oh, wait a minute. No, $375 million. So, oh,
1: wow. Hamilton did better.
0: Wow. Brady has a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox. Wow, 10 years. That's a long time. That's a long-ass time.
1: Also, Hamilton, I imagine, in his uh, as a sponsor for Mercedes or as a... Uh, he's not a sponsor for mercedes he's a uh, a representative of mercedes but also don't formula 1 drivers just become representatives of their race teams after they retire
0: yeah pretty much i mean but i i wonder if the contract just kind of holds them down to how much he does yeah like you know what i mean so it's like hey you're signing this contract because we want you at X amount of events for yeah. X amount of time. That, yeah, that's exactly X amount what it of publicity. Is.
1: That's exactly what it is. So yeah, I wonder if Hamilton, if he'll have to actually get into the car after he retires for a certain amount of hours mm. or if he's uh, exempt from car duties and he uh, just has to probably. kind of show up.
0: My guess is the later one.
1: I don't, I cannot see Hamilton as a uh, a post-race interviewer.
0: He doesn't have, like, a personality.
1: Or he doesn't have that kind of personality.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is a personality. He he almost has, like, the personality of, like, an Instagram girl. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Explain. (laughs) Like, it's like there's no real... Conversation. Like if you watch him on a talk show, he can talk about driving and Formula One and stuff, but it's nothing like, hey, here's a crazy take from Lewis Hamilton about something. You're yeah. not gonna get anything interesting. You're just gonna get like, I like to go fast, you know. <laughs> 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 like, okay. I assumed you like to go fast because you're in a you know I a wrote race a car. Song about an octopus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're lucky we let your day Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from uh
1: dewey cox Dewey Walker. Cox,
0: shout out dewey cox yes uh that is
1: a great little segment that's the best segment from the movie
0: yeah but like daniel ricardo is interesting he's in the talk show he's he's like when we went on wednesday or thursday we went on th- last thursday right yeah and there was a guest on before him he wasn't the lead guest of the show on the late show
1: mm-hmm
0: and it was some actress and the audience, like we're sitting in the audience. So we get to feel how the audience feels about the person. And she got her claps. I forget the audience's name. She's on White Lotus. She's Yeah, she's like the mom journalist lady. Yeah. Um, and they were kind of laughing at what she was saying. She even said something that was a little weird uh, about she, dinner theater. Um, oh yeah, it was, it was a weird moment. I feel like the audience was uncomfortable a little bit during that moment. It was about how Asif Mamvi also did dinner theater, and like she just goes like, "Oh, and he's a person of color, so you know what that means." Like he gets typecasted to play a bad guy a lot, and then she kind of felt the audience kind of lean back a bit, be like, "What?" And she's like, "And that is bad." Like glad I'm glad things have changed, and the audience kind of did like a, an applause a bit to be like, "Okay." It was very strange, right. right? It was a very weird moment. And um, anyways, so that happened. <laughs> then Daniel Ricardo came out and he got a bunch of cheers. I think the majority of the audience really didn't know who he was, but yet the energy for it, they they gave him the round of applause as they force you to do because they hold up a thing for you to clap. Yeah. But once he sat down and started talking with Steven, the host, he, he was like, it was just an engaging conversation and he was funny and they're being witty to each other. It was just fun to watch.
1: And it was, it was just very funny to me that Steven obviously did not have a full education
0: of no. formula one behind oh, him. God, no, I think he just learned formula one involved cars like 20 minutes before Daniel Ricardo stepped on the stage.
1: We did see the, the, the producer prepping him for this interview
0: Yep, the talent producer's out there and kind of like shows him on the card and everything. Um, but even with all that said, even if the host doesn't know what for, what goes on at Formula One, it was still an engaging interview. And that's something I can't see Lewis Hamilton doing. That's something I definitely can't see Max Verstappen doing. Um, Lando, I think he has personality, but I also think Lando is so like cocky. There's something about him he, that is like, kind of yeah. like, he's kind of a like a, gamer boy he has that vibe maybe he works with like younger shows and media but
1: uh.
0: hi everybody joe leonardo here and this is andrew berger along with being the hosts of stateside f1 andrew and i are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies from Google to Discovery as editors, mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast. Feel free to reach out to us at statesidef1 at gmail.com.
1: I'm looking up. Daniel Ricardo and Lewis Hamilton were both on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Together? No, at different times. And in the clips, it looks like Trevor Noah is having a vastly more fun time with Daniel Ricardo.
0: Yeah, yeah makes sense. So like him being the voice of Red Bull makes complete sense why you would pay for that. You know, him being the voice of Formula One, the uh, the ambassador of Formula One for, you know, to come visit America and explain it to people. It makes oh, yeah. so much sense. And yeah. for him to be the face of Drive to Survive. Like, all of Season 1 was kind of about him. And I guarantee Season 5 is going to be about his struggles with McLaren. I cannot wait. To you know what's wild to me?
1: Formula One, I feel like they expect us to binge it in one week because it comes out the 27th and the first race is the next weekend.
0: Yeah. I wonder if the reason why they did that was because they wanted people to like, Hey, here, watch the show. Also, if you want more, watch a race. It's happening right now. Yeah. Do you know if they're releasing the whole season at once or if they're doing every week? an episode
1: historically they released the entire season because it's netflix too i don't think netflix ever does episode
0: they do they did it for wednesday
1: you're right wednesday i was a big fan i was great to see a formula one driver lando norris would be good in that show or george russell george russell would be a good werewolf
0: yeah or George Russell would be like a good professor, like a teacher. And that yeah. like a student makes him cry or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> George Russell, he likes being a model too much though. He, needs, he does. I actually saw um at the Red Bull launch some newscaster was interviewing Daniel Ricardo. I did notice at like, at the the video clippings that I saw of the Red Bull launch, no one cared about what Max or Sergio had to say. Like, just yeah. no one cared. It was all about Daniel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they I think they did a bit for with Jimmy Fallon. I don't know if it was on The Tonight Show or if they did it as a separate thing, where Checo and Jimmy go karting, and Horner is like uh there as well I haven't seen it but I saw like a picture from it I'm going
1: to look this up I'm going to watch this after
0: um my favorite part of our podcast is when we're both just typing yes I agree oh wow <laughs> they
1: did do something
0: yeah I didn't want I don't know if it was was it for the tonight show let's
1: see jimmy jimmy Jim Farley and Sergio Checo Perez race go karts in partnership with Ford. Yes, because Ford is now with. Um, That's
0: right. That's big news. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. I. Why mess up a good thing? Yeah, because they, they, they why with. Why'd they switch with. Yeah, they were with Honda.
1: So Honda and, before,
0: and before that, they were with Renault, right?
1: Yeah, well, the Renault engines were
0: on the decline. Yeah, and they were doing so well with Honda. So why would they? Maybe they, maybe
1: maybe Ford's more of a technology um, partner than engine supplier.
0: Yeah, or maybe because of regulations are changing, and Ford can deliver more with the new regulations.
1: Maybe I'm right because to... isn't the
0: change happening in 2026? Yes, so their partnership begins in 2026, and the new the new changes happen in 2026.
1: What I couldn't tell you what those straight changes are. Yeah. Oh, strategic partners. That's what Ford returns to Formula One strategic partner, Oracle Red Bull Racing. So they're not an engine manufacturer. Uh, strategic partner.
0: So they're still they still have Honda.
1: Yeah, so I guess that's like Ford just wants Red Bull's technology to build a better Formula One Mach E.
0: <laughs> what? Is that real?
1: They're going to, so Ford's going to get, you know, help develop technology probably for the MGUK and the, you know, the okay. energy, okay. the battery stuff. And then it's going to get implemented into Ford cars and Ford performance vehicles.
0: Huh.
1: But you can't. In every picture I've seen of Red Bull and every new press photo, Daniel Ricardo right there.
0: Yeah, uh, and Ford's an American brand, and you want the guy who wants to be an American.
1: Yeah, you know, being the face of it. I, Dan Ricardo needs to join a band. He plays music. I'm pretty sure he he recorded in a studio with some famous Australian
0: band. That's cool.
1: Keanu Reeves did that too with some uh, some famous band. He's the bassist in some band that no one knows about for some reason.
0: I wonder if it's because they're horrible.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't care if they sucked. (laughs) Keanu Reeves is amazing.
0: Yeah, I hear he's very nice. He that silky hair, and he has. I I think he went through like tragedy too, right?
1: Yeah. Did you
0: lose someone? A parent or a kid or something. He now lost? I'm just saying things.
1: No, no, I think his wife was
0: pregnant. Oh Ooh, Jesus!
1: She, she died. I don't know how. Car the Woof. Yeah, but anyways, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves knows the struggle.
0: You know what? Let's all help Keanu Reeves out and stream his music on Spotify. <laughs> the least we could do.
1: Yeah, after that Matrix movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was okay. Everyone was really bashing on it. It was not great, but it was okay. The whole... I hated the whole sections with... um, What's the guy from How I Met Your Mother?
1: Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick.
0: Oh my god. He was in that? I didn't he even see He was in it, it and he stuck out like a sore thumb and he was like... Oh. He was like the bad guy in the movie. he was Mr. Smith. He was like, "I think so, yeah, and he he um disguised himself as like a therapist. jeez, and it was just bad. that is just but so besides painful. that it was fun <laughs> <laughs> it was fun and okay.
1: I'll. I don't know. To me, I have I've the only Matrix movie I've seen is the first one, and to me, that's the only one that should yeah. exist.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. The first Matrix movie is a standalone. It didn't need sequels. No,
1: it reloaded. I yeah. hear
0: just revolutions reloaded. Yeah. The, Boo!
1: I, I remember when that came out because I was in second grade and I really wanted to see it, but it was rated R. So obviously I didn't see it in the theater. But mm. I remember I had friends that like a year or two later, they'd be like, yeah, I watched the matrix. And I was like, what? Like, that's so cool. Cause I, I was, I don't think I saw the matrix until I was in college.
0: I, re- you just unlocked a memory for me. When I was a freshman in high school. This was the year 2000. It shows how old I am. I graduated in 2004.
1: Oh my God. Pre
0: nine 11 um the sky was the limit back in those days anyways yes. so uh there was this kid that had this crush on a girl and he was obsessed with the matrix uh his name was Dennis he, and uh I love he, that his name was, De- his no name was Dennis no man named Dennis
1: has a crush on a girl yeah i
0: remember he had <laughs> very chapped lips his lips were super ch- like for a kid like i don't know why um, someone just put vaseline in his lips but he had the most chapped ass lips in the world like it was summer humid this man had chapped lips no matter what this guy definitely had a
1: huge Dennis had
0: these chapped ass lips I don't know what was going on but so he was (laughs) obsessed with the matrix like I'm talking obsessed with the matrix matrix came out in 99 I think 98 '99. Uh, so yeah you know it did come out in 99 yeah it was pre-millennium um yeah so anyways he was obsessed with this girl and he used to wear like trench coats and stuff and he loved the Matrix. So the girl was Sarah. His name was, her name was Sarah. And he uh like left a note on her I was in I went to a vocational high school, so we were in shop class a lot. So like, he left a note like at her shop area in her cubby, right? And he like romantic. Sang, sang all these things. And then he signed it's like, yours truly, Neo. He signed it. Neo from the Matrix, and everyone knew it was like Dennis. <laughs> like instantly. Like, there is no anonymous to it at all. Because who else that's obsessed with the Matrix? How almost like with Tim Robinson dressed up as a hot dog, being like, who did this, guys? And it's obviously him. It was oh. literally that, but insert matrix trench coat instead of hot dog.
1: Oh my God. That so, I guess it ended badly for him.
0: Yeah, no, she, she just kind of went like, Oh, thank you. That's a thank you. You're so cute. Thank you. And it was just like, Oh. Oh my God, you know, you're still kind of very young and you're very much a kid, even as a freshman in high school. But at like, even then I was like, damn, this kid got burned.
1: Ooh. Oh man, no, that, I feel like, I think the biggest pressure they put on you in high school, well, besides telling you that if you like suck at high school, you'll suck at college. That's very not true. College oh. is a lot easier than high yeah. school. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. And high
1: school is a lot easier than middle school. I see, I would disagree there, but well, I also, I, yes,
0: I, I had a different experience because I went to a Catholic middle school and then a vocational high school.
1: See, I went went to a Jewish middle school and a public high school. And, yeah, we had, like, my my Jewish school was small. So we had, like, 60 kids in my grade. And, you know, everyone was like, okay, like, go to your Hebrew class. Now go to your math class. Okay, now we're going to, you know, celebrate a Jewish holiday. Okay, cool, have fun. You get to leave early. And then my high school was like... If you don't get to class within the allotted two minutes, then you get a detention.
0: Oh man, that's so. That was for me, but switched. So Whoa. I went to a Catholic middle school, and it was like nuns and like ladies that were just so abusive, like verbally Ooh. abusive, and being like. Uh, I had this one teacher. Uh, she used to always say. Um, Her name is Miss Gotchall and she always used to say high school is going to be a rude awakening and say just like that. It's going to high schools. If you think this is hard, high school is going to be a rude awakening. And then I go to high school and it's a vocational state school. You basically learn a trade. You're not expected to go to college. Like the trade I did was appliance repair electronics, like how to repair, how to repair like a dishwasher.
1: That's what I learned how to do.
0: Like how <laughs> that doesn't exist cool. now. Like people just buy new crap. Yeah. Back then, it's like you get your stuff serviced, your washer dryer, your all your appliances. It's true. So, so, I mean, they still exist now, but it's not like the same. Yeah. But um, man, I went to high school and I was just like, oh my god, like this is so easy. I don't <laughs> have, like nobody's keeping track of us. Oh,
1: see, they like we had security guards. We had. Yeah, I remember my senior year, this one kid in my grade, no way this guy made it to college or even finished college. He, um, you know what, he was bored one day, so we called a bomb threat at the school. Like, this guy wanted to get out early, it was like a Friday or something, and I think our hours were... 7 05 to like 2 30 or something. So I've seen hours. I don't even wake up. Yeah. I'm, I'm still sleeping at 7 05 today.
0: Um, I have a kid and I'm still sleeping at 7 05. I have a two year old. I don't get her up till like 7.38.
1: Exactly. No, so this guy calls a bomb threat and everyone's like, you know, we have to evacuate the school. Make sure there's actually no, body. you know, they take it very seriously. Sure, sure, for sure. sure. And I see well, this, this is
0: post 9-11, I assume. Yeah, this is 2012. Oh, completely different world. Oh, yeah, this guy gets carted off
1: like in a, in a cop car. He gets oh, expelled dang. from the school like weeks oh, before graduation. No. <laughs> yeah, had to get his GED. Yeah, man.
0: <sighs> completely ruined his life. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, if he was making those decisions, like his life probably wasn't going to be. I mean it's who knows? Who knows? You never know what like a butterfly effect. One little decision you make when you're younger just alters your whole thing.
1: What yeah. I was it? a
0: so- I was a sophomore when like in 2001 and uh I remember when I was a junior uh there was a i was walking down the halls to HVAC, uh yeah. the shop HVAC shop. And it was like a couple of us, and there was a substitute teacher next to us. I forget his name. And there was a there. It had drop ceiling in the hallway, mm-hmm. and there was like white powder on the ground because like one of the drop ceiling tiles chipped. Yeah, and we're all kind of like anthrax. It's <laughs> anthrax. Kind of like joking around, like because that was like the, the huge scare that happened right after nine eleven. Yeah, and then the substitute teacher. I swear to God, he looks at us. He goes like a couple years ago, y'all be saying that was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like looking at him, like, I feel like he shouldn't have made that joke. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, this guy is crazy. That's, that's, that's I so love true. That. that is such a yeah. true statement, right? Cause like, yeah, we're dude. like anthrax, but like <laughs> before we'd be like cocaine.
1: Dude, yeah, some, uh, some Christmas stuff. No, but yeah, now it's all about the fad. Cocaine's yeah. old, old news, man.
0: Yeah, we had this guy. You spoke about a bomb threat. We had this guy. I swear to God, this is his real name. His name was Michael Poo Grab. <laughs> Great guy. Actually, a really close friend of mine. We used to call him pooh Poo Grab. Anyways. What a name. Someone, what, was it Michael Poo Grab or was it Tommy O? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was this other kid named Tommy O. Tom Owenson's his name. And we called him Tommy O. Um, someone uh, brought in like a military grade smoke bomb. Like a literally like a canister that gets thrown into a room to like smoke people out. Um, I forget who brought it in, but where do you get that? It's all a bunch of like Hicks in Western Connecticut. Everyone thinks of Connecticut as being like very rich. because you think of Southern Connecticut, majority of that state is poor. So we were in Central Connecticut and allows people from Western Connecticut. Mm. And it sticks out there. It's like Trump country out there, too.
1: Yeah, it's like upstate New York
0: and yeah, North very much like upstate New York. Yeah, people like tucky. think of New York, they think of the city. It's like no, yeah, crazy's up there.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, but those mountains, it
0: gets wild. So <laughs> uh, he had this uh, industrial grade smoke bomb. Someone dared him to throw it in a locker. And he does it. but And I remember seeing like smoke billowing. You know how like lockers have those vents on them? Yeah. Just smoke billowing out of the locker. And it's like heavy smoke. So the smoke is like falling to the ground and like rising up, and, like filling up the room. Uh, I'm sorry, the hallway. And they had to evacuate, call the fire department. He was suspended for a week. Wow. This is after 9 <laughs> This is like 2003. Dude. Like that's how loose my school was. It was so crazy. Yeah. It it was like chaos back then. Chaos. Like that's, you can't you can't do that now. Then the whole school got rehauled. They redid uh, the whole building and everything. So that whole that era is gone. My you know my, for the best. My high school too. So my originally my
1: freshman and Yeah, it was just my freshman year, I think. My high school was uh it was built in like '59, so it's old. And it, um, it was a California style campus, mm-hmm. so you had to walk outside to different buildings. Ooh,
0: that sounds fun.
1: It, yeah, it, the idea sounds fun when it's nice out, but when it's like raining or when yeah. it's uh, snowing out or just freezing out, that yeah, yeah. it's not very fun. Yeah. Cause you're training, you're changing buildings constantly. Whereas, you know, in college, you know, you walk to a different building, I guess, you know, but it's, so it's a little, you know, you have like two classes a day college is so easy, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that, uh, we were just, um, we, uh, there's so much asbestos in that building that they had to put us in the new building that they were building behind oh no. the existing school. They had to put us in there early. And they couldn't knock down the entire school yet because they had to treat, they had to do asbestos treatment.
0: Yeah, you got to recall that out or else it like becomes airborne. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I mean, that
1: was all the insulation they had, so it was 1950s. So. Sure. But
0: yeah, that old school, man, there were definitely some ghosts in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy, crazy. Um, yes. Anyways, speaking of ghosts, we should probably ghost on out of here. Uh, yes. So I'm going to read the closer. Do it. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet Podcast content follow us on instagram at stateside f1 and tiktok at stateside f1 podcast feel free to message us dm us memes comments questions suggestions etc we will respond and follow you back see y'all in two weeks sounds good see y'all